Hi, everyone. This is the WorkTech Podcast, brought to you by WorkTech. This is George LaRock. I'm your host, and this is where we explore everything related to the future of work and the technology and people that are shaping it. Welcome. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to WorkTech. I'm George LaRock, and we've got some really exciting industry news today. Um, we It's coming out of Beamery. Uh, the talent lifecycle management company, and they've just announced a $50 million Series D round, which also bumps its valuation to a billion. So a, a, a brand new minted unicorn, which are more rare these days um, than than in, in previous years. Um, so it's exciting news as we're getting ready to close out the year. And I'm joined by Abakar Saidov, the founder and CEO um, of Beamery. Welcome. Thank you, George. Thank you for having me on here and uh, pleasure to see you again. Yeah, welcome back. It's always great to chat with you. And um, for anyone new to Beamery, uh, could you tell everyone a little bit about yourself and about Beamery? Absolutely. So as you mentioned, Beamery is a talent lifecycle management platform and uh, we help a variety of different organizations of different sizes, you know, with everything from talent development to upskilling to agile workforce planning. And uh, we are a very global organization. Uh, we have uh, customers deployed uh, in almost 100 countries, you know, working with kind of medium and large enterprises. Um, we are headquartered in both the US and, uh, and Europe here in London, and I'm personally based in London. Cool. And so, Tell us about the the timing of the deal. What's um, what's happening for Beamery, or what's happening in the market, or both that led you to uh, raise this round now? Sure thing. So right now is a really interesting uh, time in the market. Uh, you know, we're seeing a lot of demand from organizations and global enterprises. You know, looking for uh, better intelligence to help them make decisions, uh, especially around their workforce, you know, around agility in the face of economic uncertainty. And uh, a lot of them are, you know, starting to look inward first around, you know, what is the talent that we have? Uh, what are the skills that we have? And then understanding the kind of business demand uh, for the skill gaps and, you know, really solving for how much of that is going to come from external and internal. And so it's, it's actually a, a really interesting time because, uh, that preparation for uncertainty and uh, business transformation is is so critical, and you know we're uh, incredibly busy. Yeah, um, and so and we'll, I'm going to ask you more about talent lifecycle management, but um, yeah. uh, I want to I'm going to stay on the the deal itself for a minute. So with all with that happening, and you go back to raise one of your uh, existing investors, you know, as they say, doubled down on on Beamery uh, for this round. And that's the um, uh, Ontario Teachers Pension Plans Teachers Ventures Growth Fund. And um, I, I imagine that given that they're providing retirement security, and th that those are their words, uh, for a few hundred thousand teachers, um, they're they look pretty closely at every deal. I wonder, you know, what what was it like to raise this round in this climate, and and what 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 is it like to work with an investor like that? Because that's not your typical VC that we we see in the in the market. 
Absolutely. Uh, it's actually super interesting because uh, you know, the the types of organizations um, that you know we've been spending a lot of time with, and you know, Teachers Ventures Growth is is been a fantastic partner for us. It's really the the organizations that have a, a truly long term view, and by that you know we mean ten years plus. You know, the, the those that align you know to the mission and vision that we have, and the approach that you know focuses on that late stage venture and growth um, investments, and so. Uh, as you said, you know they they look after the the pensions for uh, hundreds of thousands of teachers, which means that when they diligence a company, they obviously spend a lot of time understanding the business, but also the alignment to the kind of broader mission of access to work, um, uh, access to opportunities, careers, and so uh, as you'll know, um, you know we're a very mission focused organization. You know we uh, and our business, uh, our company mission is that um, equal access to work opportunities and skills and careers should be available to all. And I think we saw a lot of common ground there uh, with uh, TVG. Yeah. And I think but... actually the, sorry, go ahead. No, no, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, and so I think that the them doubling down today is actually uh, you know, a big part of their strategy. They uh, they're one of the organizations that um, you know, as you work with them um, you know, and as the businesses that they invest in mature, uh, they they really focus on actually deploying more capital as the business becomes less and less risky over time. And so they do both private market investing, like uh, in this instance, as well as public market investing too. Okay, okay, that's really interesting, and I, I think it's. Um, it's a really key point for folks that are, you know, evaluating um, tech in your category, uh, because, you know, the, I, I think we're at the beginning of a renaissance of looking at, you know, stability in, in, in vendors. And you talk about a long view, you know, providers who uh, not only have a long view vision, but the ability to uh, sustain. And so it's a vote of confidence given the profile of your uh your your uh lead investor on this round and an existing investor so uh talking about those companies that you focus on with the long view you also announced uh that fortune 500 revenue has risen by over 250 mm percent -hmm. since your last round congrats on that um and and net retention of the fortune 500 revenue is uh is 135%. So that to me that that says you're keeping them and they're investing more in beamery um mm -hmm. is is and and so tell us about that what what are they are they expanding you know where they're using beamery or are they buying more products and services or or what does that look like um with your customers Sure, it's actually both. Uh, so they're they're both, you know, doubling down within the existing strategies that they have, uh, as well as kind of buying more things. So what we're seeing is, you know, and honestly, we have a, a truly fantastic customer base. I think we're super privileged to, to work with, you know, the who's who of, of Fortune 500 uh, organizations, and you know, many of those longstanding customers for us. Uh, you know, the, especially in the current environment, um, what they're doing is not only focusing on you know, the uh, traditional kind of talent acquisition kind of use cases that we've been known for in the past, but also you know, focusing on, you know, uh, Beamery Grow, which is our talent mobility products. So they're focusing on uh, the skill inferencing and universal skills platform that we have uh, and the kind of talent marketplace. And so uh, the the really interesting thing, especially in the last kind of nine, 12 months we've seen is 
the real prioritization of employee retention and engagement. And so the that kind of talent lifecycle vision of uh, looking at holistically of you know everything from candidates to employees to uh, alumni to contractors, all of that is kind of coming together. Yeah. Um, and you know, given you know you're positioned as a talent lifecycle uh, management provider or company. Um, when I met you, when you launched, you were mar- uh, recruitment marketing automation, uh, very innovative and, um, you know, very modern marketing uh, approach to recruitment, but it, you've come a long way. Um, and I'm, you know, tell us more about talent lifecycle management. You just touched on a few of the key components, but uh, what is the vision for Beamery and and what what are you seeing and hearing from your customers? You know, if I can drill in on that a little bit uh, around this concept, because it, it is a conversation that I'm I'm having more and more in the in the market. 100 percent. And, you know, you're spot on You know, with the we've always had this this big vision uh, around. You know, how can you offer strategic talent capabilities and, you know, helping them manage the life cycle? And, you know, we have come a long way and, you know, now we offer a very comprehensive holistic platform that, you know, encompasses everything from, uh, you know, the, the candidate employee and alumni data, but also we have very much stayed true to that that mission that we had from the very beginning. So the the talent lifecycle management platform, you know, we offer uh, a manifestation of that uh, kind of original ideas, vision and, and the request we've had. What's really interesting for me, George, right now is that the uh, what we're hearing uh, in the current macroeconomic uncertainty is, you know, how that client is impacting the different industries, the companies, the kind of uh, at the individual level as well. And so talent teams, what we're finding are, are really shifting their priorities, and that's happening very quickly. You know, acquisition is no longer uh, the only priority. It's now around orienting towards agility, towards resilience, um, you know, which requires real-time data. So it's not only about uh, you know just candidates uh, or just employees. It, it, it's all of them. And um, what we're finding is that they they need to know the skills that they have today, where the gaps are, and then. You know the the ability to redeploy, reskill, and you know understand how their employees can be growing, how um, they can actually focus on their DEI initiatives, especially at the more junior talent level, and bringing new people into the organization. And also, even for organizations that are uh, you know implementing hiring freezes in places, and you know we we actually saw this um, in 2020 during kind of the first COVID lockdown, is uh, they still need to pipeline. They still need to be able to actually ensure that they have that agility and that talent uh, that they've been developing and speaking to uh, when you know they come out of this time of hiring freezes. And you know that's what we come in to try and solve all of those problems for them. Yeah, it, it's um, it's so interesting to be in this economic climate, right, you know, coming, I don't know if we're out of COVID or, you know, it, you know, and this tail end of COVID, uh, because COVID um, was uh, a different experience from that perspective than than I expected. I think many expected. I think we expected more of a slowdown, more of an economic issue in our market. And I know many people were impacted that way. And, that, and I'm not, I don't make light of those areas, but by and large, our industry um, did really well through twenty late twenty 2020 twenty and twenty twenty one because of the focus on these issues, and it's almost I feel like as I'm talking to you know maybe maybe you're hearing this with your customers, but it was almost like a reminder uh, that you know we need to be ready with that agility, as you say, like it's it's we don't know what the next unknown is, so to 
to now is a time to invest and not a time to pivot our our focus is it is it that kind of spirit or 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 uh thing that you're see, experiencing with your customers as well uh absolutely and and actually to build on that uh you know what we what we saw in kind of the beginning of 2020 was you know after the kind of initial shock to the system um that organizations recognized that status quo is not sufficient so for example that's you know that old adage you know hr getting a seat at the table well now actually um you know the people teams and the hr departments and talent departments um, had you know on them um, the onus to solve the, the business critical issues. You know where is the talent going to come from? How do we expand? How do we grow? And obviously there was a lot of change and transformation that started happening where you know e-commerce businesses boomed, you know travel businesses shrank, and so what we're seeing today in terms of um, the transformation that's happening is the trigger is different. So for example, a lot of organizations are looking at okay, how do we deal with higher prices, higher wages? Um, how do we deal with you know the requirements? For high profitability, but all of those are still components of uh, in order to reach those business objectives, talent execution, talent transformation is critical. Yeah. And so that is where uh, a lot of the intelligence needed for fast decisions is is what we've been uh, what we've been serving because uh, it's not just about you know having workflow software, it's actually having the data at your fingertips to make good decisions. Right, right. Yeah, it's uh it's we used to have people data sort of you know, cordoned off over here and then the rest of the business. And now, you know, I think there's an appreciation that the people data is business data. Uh, and it, it's, it's a theme. Um, and, and, you know, Beamery, I have to give you credit. You were early on on this before any of this was happening. Um, you know, along the way, as I get updates, you know, to, you know, you're, that you're providing to the analyst community, um, you were talking about this sort of intelligence and, and analytical view, analytics view to what's happening in the org and outside uh, to drive decisions. So um, uh, it, it, it wasn't just right place at right time for you. Well, there's also an added element, uh, which is uh, it's not just having the data to make the decisions. It's actually then also having the tool to execute the decisions because mm. you know, having wonderful information that I should do something, but actually not being able to do it. So, for example, knowing that, oh, um, the way that we solve, for example, for this business critical uh, challenge is to be able to, you know, say, upskill certain sets of employees or kind of reconfigure the distribution of skill sets uh, into different priorities, but then not being able to do it would be incredibly frustrating so right. i think that the the way that we've we've, we've tried to focus our, our product strategy and our kind of business strategy is around um not only giving the insights for decisions but also the the tool to to um, execute them and then the final piece is actually about risk because i think increasingly what's happening and especially as you kind of go broader in the organization it's knowing whether the decisions you're making and the execution of those things is going to come true and uh, you know there's risk around everything from will i fill for those critical skill gaps uh, as well as you know am i allowed to even have certain data compliance ai regulation and so what we've really focused on is also uh, really working with our customers to understand what are the risks that they're seeing? What do they need to react to? What do they not understand? And so, for example, the the new regulation that came out in New York about AI data. Yeah. Now we're front and center of that. Um, we actually launched a new product recently uh, called the um, Compliance Preference Center, which you know allows candidates and organizations to really create a dialogue. Oh, that's cool! And you you've you've got a track record there. I remember with GDPR, you were you know the first out with a guide 
to GDPR and recruitment. And it was more, it wasn't just a, uh, an ebook. It was, it was about, you know, what to do, how to do it, and especially leveraging uh, Beamery. Um, that's interesting. So I could keep, I could keep drilling into the, your, the, the category that you're in and what you're seeing for a while, but a few quick questions um, about, you know, what now with the, with this round. So um, you know, what, what are your plans for, you know, you've, you've raised the, the new 50 million, um, you're a unicorn now, what are you going to do with, uh, with, with this round? Uh, you know, I think we're very much staying, staying true to the, to the roots. I think there's so much more product to build George, uh, you know, we're, we're incredibly excited to kind of continue investing in, in the capabilities that we're building. Um, I think that the, um, there's a lot of shift in focus uh, of kind of priorities for organizations. So right now, uh, you know, it's about uh, not just kind of speed of talent acquisition, uh, but also kind of the operational consistency and stability. Um, and so that kind of built, allowing businesses to have that kind of level of resilience. So to give you an example, um, one of the things that we hear the most is, you know, how do we get uh, managers involved uh, into the kind of talent process? You know, for example, for the last 25 years has been the, the age of the customer, you know, organizations are focused on how to kind of uh, obsess about attracting and retaining and maximizing lifetime value of their clients, you know, I truly believe the next 20, 25 years is the age of the employee and the age of talent where it's about, you know, attracting, retaining and creating incredible value both for businesses and for uh, and for talent and employees and critical to that you know it's not just becoming a uh, as a lot of organizations became customer centric how do organizations become talent centric and that means it's no longer just you know the hr or talent team's job it's everyone's job mm. and so we're really focusing on you know building tools um, not just you know for kind of planning and workforce agility, which is super critical today, but actually around engaging um, the business within the talent processes. Okay, interesting. Um, on on top of that, I think we're we're starting to see um, a lot of global demand. So we've we've always been you know present in you know North America and Europe. We're now starting to see a lot more demand coming from kind of other regions of the world, such as LATAM, such as APAC, and so we're actually also investing into those regions too. Yeah, that's very consistent um, with what I'm seeing. I've got a um, a big report coming out in January, and uh, I'm seeing the total addressable market for all of uh, work tech and HR tech, and certainly talent focused uh, tech, um, mm -hmm. grow exponentially. Partly because of, uh, largely because of expansion into emerging markets, um, mm -hmm. seeing um, demand and also uh, you know tech players you know emerge a few not not it's not a huge volume uh but but it's um but it's quite interesting um even looking at adoption rates that are much lower <clears throat> than you know North America and Europe the world's a big place there are you know billions of people in the workforce <laughs> uh, so um so what about your customers um will they will there be any you know impact that they'll notice uh from from this round uh, you know, you've talked about a lot of product impact, um, uh, but beyond mm -hmm. that, I think to be honest, it's uh, you know we we continue obviously to grow the customer base. Uh, the focus remains the same. You know, we are very privileged to have scaled the platform and, and both in terms of feature set and scalability to be able to serve you know the world's largest organizations. Um, but I think also you know right now as, as we're talking about you know we're looking at the 
data insights organizations um, that, that are needed for all the different stakeholders. So of course, we're still serving you know, the VP of talent and the CHRO, uh, et cetera. But now we're also starting to look at you know, the finance organization, the CFO, and you know, building not just for managers, but for also the kind of decision cycles within kind of um, all planning and all uh, kind of micro and macro decisions. And so I think our customers will see you know, continued acceleration in the roadmap. Uh, we obviously are spending a lot of time uh, with our clients around, you know, having, um, you know, product advisory boards and uh, connections around what they need the most and what they're seeing. And I think it's a it's a real privilege to obviously have investors that that believe in what you're doing so much that uh, you know we're now able to deploy even more resources to do that. Yeah, very cool. And what and what about employees? Uh, you know, I always like to I, I never leave out that constituency. Does this you know, create any impact um, for the employees? At Beamer? Yeah. Uh, I mean, the, the great news is that we're continuing to grow our team. Uh, so I think that, you know, we're uh, we're a global organization. Uh, we're continuing to hire kind of everywhere in the world. Uh, and so I think for our employees, it's kind of uh, more investment into you know, everything from size of team, as well as kind of the the way we're enabling our teams as well. That's great. That's uh, that's exciting. So, um, what's where, what's next for the the business for the company? We've talked a lot about the product and the market. Um, you know, what's what's next for Beamery? Um, I think you know, right now we we're so confident um, in the kind of the necessity of what we're doing. You know, everything we're hearing from market from customers. Um, I think what what's next is is really focusing on the quality of the execution because you know, we're getting to a, a scale right now where um, I think you can you can build a very large business here and so for me you know we're we're a very ambitious team ambitious company and so I think um, we we want to really build the the category king here and so I think it's a it's an opportunity to you know when potentially a lot of organizations might be pulling back you know we're we're really leaning in. Okay. Cool. And where can folks go to learn more? Uh, Beamery.com is our website. And obviously, uh, feel free to reach out to, to me or any of our team. Great. Well, I really appreciate your time, Abakar. I really thank you for being here. And uh, uh, I'm really excited to help tell the story about Beamery and about this round. Um, thank you so much. Of course. That's a pleasure, George. All right. And thanks, everyone, for uh, for tuning into WorkTech.